and welcome to Conscious Business with the Corporate Yogi. I'm your host, Julie Zuzak. This podcast helps entrepreneurs develop the mindset needed to build and grow a conscious business. Whether you know it yet or not, your mindset is the subconscious blueprint that determines your success. Each episode, we explore the different ways that your business calls you forth to grow on a personal level and through your relationships. So get out of your head, into your heart, and let's dive right in, shall we? So welcome to the last episode in our three-part series on growth. In the first week, we talked about what happens inside your comfort zone. Then last week, we learned about the EDGE model and what happens to you when you grow and how it takes extra effort to do things that are new. This week, we're going to apply this knowledge to help you be a better entrepreneur. So here's a look at what we're going to learn today. First, we're going to look at how to balance your growth and avoid a growth hangover. Then in our second segment, we're going to talk about how your relationship with growth is and how to befriend your fear. And then in our third segment, I'm going to introduce you to the concept of a Hail Mary and why you might want to do one of these with your business. And in our last segment, I want to talk to you about how you can help others grow. Now that you really understand how growth can impact you and how edge goals take more energy than regular tasks, it's time to start thinking about managing your energy and balancing all the growth that you go through. And the best way to manage your energy through growth is to become conscious about what is and what isn't inside your comfort zone. Because once you know this, then you can easily plan accordingly. Remember when we talked about the natural law of expansion? And this states that difficult people and difficult situations will constantly be put into your path until you learn a lesson or grow the much needed quality to deal with that situation. And only when you do this can you move forward and move on from the situation. Now, if you try to bypass the situation and avoid learning or growing, Well, the challenge just tags along for the ride and it's going to show up for you in a new scenario. I always love to use the example of a difficult workplace or a difficult boss. We think that we can just get away from them by moving jobs. But when we get to the new place, we end up facing all the same challenges there too. Because as much as we'd like to think about the problems coming from someone else, It's often something that we need to work on in ourselves. And I'm sure you've at some point in your life had someone point this out to you before, but here's a reminder. Whenever you hold out a hand in front of you to point a finger at another person, there is always three fingers pointing right back at you. So in this end of the spectrum, the approach to growth is to always try to avoid it at all costs. Now, bottom line, it is our destiny to grow. We are here to learn. So do yourself a favor and don't avoid the growth. Focus on what you need to do rather than pointing out what other people aren't doing. So let's look at the opposite end of the spectrum. And this is where a growth hangover happens. When we're doing things that are new or that challenge us, we use up more energy. 
Remember the example of sending a regular email that uses two units of energy and a disappointing email uses up 10 units of energy? Well, email is a really simple task, but let's look at a bigger scale of think about launching a new project that takes place over many weeks or many months. Or maybe you have a big launch event where there are lots of different components that are being pulled together at once. When we grow in this kind of an intense situation, it can be really hard on us physically and also emotionally. And you better believe that this impacts your body on all levels. I call this a growth hangover. And it's important that you become conscious of this so that you can manage your energy accordingly. Think about what happens when you have a hangover. What happens to you physically? You're likely tired, you're not at peak performance, so you might take it easy that day, you might need to relax. You might need to rehydrate and just take it easy on your body. Now the same thing applies to a growth hangover. You need to acknowledge what you've gone through and then give yourself a chance to recover. You might need to just take it easy, relax, recognize what you've gone through, and if it's something really intense that you've just gone through, then once the adrenaline leaves your body, you're likely going to feel pretty tired. And if you're really smart, then you will be aware of this beforehand and plan for it the next time. So maybe some downtime or time off after you launch a new project. So I say sometimes with my goal setting workshops, not to plan 100% of your edge goals in any one day. So if you're doing something that's really intense for part of the day, be sure to balance it out with something that is easier in the afternoon or vice versa. And maybe reserve your energy in the morning and the first part of the day if you know that you're going to need it later on. A growth hangover is very real and it affects us physically and emotionally. So start to really be aware of this, recognize it, plan for it, and be compassionate with yourself. I really want you to find a way to manage your growth because growth really is a beautiful thing. Believe it or not, growth equals self-love. Did you know that? Here's what I mean. When I work with people in a workshop and we do something that is kind of edgy for them, or new or scary, they might have a little bit of resistance at first. But we always, always, always find a way to push through their fear. And when they do, there is a look that comes over their face and it's magical. It's a look of wonder, of amazement. And it's powerful because they just managed to do something that they weren't sure they were gonna be able to do. I mean, they wanted to be able to do it, but they were scared. But they pushed through the fear and they did it. And that look that I just described, that pure elation, it's appreciation for themselves. It's self-love. In that moment of accomplishment, they've just fallen a little bit deeper in love with themselves. And that is a beautiful thing. Because in order to make room for our range, for this growth, we've pushed out some of the fear. And the more fear that we dispose of, the more room there is for self-love and appreciation. So growth really is the ultimate act of self-love. 
At this point, I really hope that you're recognizing growth as a good thing and embracing it. And as much as I hope that your arms are wide open to it, I also hope that you're not trying to reach a destination. Growth is good and growth is constant. And most importantly, growth is infinite. Remember that. There isn't a finite amount of things to do and then you arrive at some magical destination where you can just stop growing. Sadly, sometimes there is a belief in our collective consciousness that says that there is a specific destination that we are all striving for. A place that we will reach where we won't have to grow anymore. But this just isn't the case. The truth is that you'll never be done growing. No matter what you learn, no matter what you master, there will always be something new for you to grow. There will always be more. And this is just part of the human experience. And the truth is that our challenges will always up-level relative to our ability to handle them. And that is a great tweetable. So I'm going to say that again. Our challenges always up-level relative to our ability to handle them. And that means that the more you grow and the bigger range you have, the bigger your challenges are going to be. It's just a natural law. And I want you to really embrace this. And I want you to see this in a positive sense because it isn't punishment for your growth. I want you to see your bigger challenges as a positive sign that you have expanded in your capacity. It's a sign that you have grown. And that is something that I want you to be really proud of. Remember, our challenges always up-level relative to our ability to handle them. And sooner rather than later, you're going to want to befriend your fear. And this is a really brilliant concept that came from one of my listeners who tunes in every episode. And she has just gone through a really big growth and took a lot of risk. And guess what? It all paid off exactly as she had planned. She showed up 100% and was very brave. And part of what helped her through this was knowing how to befriend her fear and lean into the discomfort. And so I want to dedicate this episode to you, Christine, because you have grown so much. You are such a courageous leader and such an inspiration. So I want you to start to see your fear as a big neon sign for growth and big things to happen. And the more you follow it, the better you will get at it. So often we use discomfort as a sign to stop or to slow down or to proceed with caution. But really, it's just a sign to lean in because it's a sign of growth. So find a way to recognize and befriend your fear instead of seeing it as a sign to turn around and run in the other direction. In this segment, I want to introduce you to a Hail Mary, and bear with me as I attempt to make a sports reference here, but a Hail Mary is a tactic that's used in American football, and it's a very long forward pass made with only a small chance of success. It's basically a long shot, like literally, and they use it in desperation in the final seconds of the game when they really have nothing else left to lose. Now, in your case, with your business, It's a very similar big act of courage, but rather than make it out of desperation, I want you to use it to prove to the universe that you're really ready to step up, that you're ready to be courageous to make your dream come true. 
And so an example of a Hail Mary for your business would be to submit maybe a speaker request at a really big conference or to reach out to a really big and significant client or business. Have you ever heard that saying, do one thing each day that scares you? Well, it's a very similar concept and it's true. It's usually one big thing that you can do really quickly, but it will summon up a lot of courage on your part to do it. You're building up a muscle here. And only you know what you can do to be brave that would be relevant to your business. It's similar to having a big, hairy, audacious goal, but this actually requires you to take bold action, to do something real in the physical world that will prove your intention. And the good news is that when you do this, it becomes a technique for you to cross over an edge because what you're doing is far overshooting your goal And by creating a stretch goal that might seem kind of crazy at first, but what it actually does is make your original goal look that much more attainable. So this is a similar concept to when people overtrain for a marathon. So, which I didn't end up doing, but I know a lot of people that did in my running group. So one of my edge goals a few years ago was to run a marathon. And so I joined an incredible clinic with the people at the running room. And so that was for me one of my tools that I used to cross over this edge. I enlisted this help of experts to teach me and tell me everything that I had to do and everything I had to know. That way I didn't have to do any of the research or education on my own. All I had to do was just show up and follow their schedule each week. And it also gave me a community of support and accountability along the way. And for me, I followed the training program religiously each week. And that felt like, to me, an insurance policy, that I would be ready on race day, which I was. But there were a lot of people who chose to train further than the distance of the actual marathon. And that gave them a sense of security and a guarantee that they would be ready on race day, which they were. So there isn't one simple formula for crossing over an edge. You've simply got to do what works for you. You have to do what makes sense to you and what feels right in your heart. So what about you? What is a Hail Mary that you could do for your business? I want to challenge you to think of something, something that would feel a little bit scary. And then I want you to go out there and do it. So we're nearing the end of this three-part series on growth, and we have talked a lot about your comfort zone, about edges, and how growth impacts you specifically as an entrepreneur. But before we wrap up, there's one other really important aspect of growth that I want you to think about, and this is helping to facilitate growth in others. So first off, I wanna remind you that things that might be inside of your comfort zone might not be easy or accessible for other people. And so the most important thing is to just be conscious about what is and isn't inside your comfort zone. And remember that this varies for everyone. So I remember years ago being in my yoga teacher training and there was always a segment of the program where we had to teach a posture to the rest of our class, which you know is a completely safe and loving environment You're in a room of compassionate people who are all cheering you on because they're going through the same thing you are, 
and they want to see you succeed, most importantly. But somehow, knowing all this, it still feels a little bit intimidating somehow. But, you know, we all pushed through it. And I remember one of the girls was really, really, really shy. And when it came time to be her turn, she was completely overwhelmed and flooded. And so she got up and she ran out of class. Remember in episode 21, we talked about emotional flooding? Well, this is exactly what happened with her. She couldn't process the emotions fast enough. And so to protect herself, what she had to do was remove herself from the room as quickly as possible. And I remember in that moment feeling so bad for her. And we all wanted to go after her to comfort her. And I also remember thinking to myself, there is no way that she's ever going to be able to teach a full class if she can't even handle one posture in our little group. And at that time, I wasn't aware of growth as a process like I am today. So today, I hold the full potential for all people, and I would see a completely different scenario and hold 100% space for her to make through if she wanted to. And this is a really great reminder for me and for you that while we are on our path of growing our businesses and ourselves, and we're learning and doing new things, guess what? So is everyone else around us. The difference is, is that they might not be as conscious about it as you are now. So this is your opportunity to step up as a leader. And the next time that an opportunity presents itself to you, I want you to teach someone else about this process of growth. I want you to teach them about their comfort zone, about edges, and about the importance of growth. And I want you to always accept growth and I want you to hold space and attention for everyone else around you to grow and reach their full potential too. And it's time to start wrapping up this three-part series on growth. I really hope that you're able to take away something really important from this series and that you have a little more compassion for yourself and others on this journey. Remember that different tasks will consume different amounts of energy. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Remember that being an entrepreneur is the most intense form of personal development that you will ever go through. So be patient and be kind to yourself. Deep down inside, You know how powerful you are. Now it's time to step up and let the rest of us see it.